Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to a new episode. Today, we're going to talk about praise and specifically about the type of praise that's beneficial for children and the type that's not and why. I'm also going to give you some examples of the types of praise that foster our children's self-confidence and their intrinsic motivation and some examples of the types of praise you don't want to give, meaning the type of praise that creates dependence on external validation. Let's begin. Hi, welcome. You're listening to the Emotional Inheritance of Parenting Show, your podcast for raising children with love, mindfulness, and emotional presence. My name is Karemi. I'm a certified conscious parenting coach and a mother, and it's a pleasure to have you join. So it turns out that something we've perhaps been thinking all along is great for our kids to praise them when they do something we like or when they behave in a way that we want to see more is not as beneficial as we might have thought. First, let's be on the same page as to what praise is. Praise is defined as the expression of approval or admiration for someone or something. And as you can see, approval and admiration are evaluations of someone or something. You might be thinking, yeah, but they're good ones, good evaluations. Yes, they're good evaluations. But research shows that when we as parents express to our children evaluations of them, such as you're being a good boy or a good girl or you're so smart, or evaluations of what they do, such as you painted so beautifully or you're so good at doing puzzles, Research shows this doesn't build our kids' self-confidence, but rather their gradual dependence on external validation to feel good about themselves and about their performance on different things. You know I commit to giving you information based on sound research, so here's what the Harvard University Center on the Developing Child says about praise. Quote, when we praise children for their intellect or skill level or the grade or gold medal they received, it can lead to a performance orientation. They may be motivated to achieve more rewards, but they may also learn to shy away from challenging activities that they might not excel at for fear of negative evaluation. End quote. So naturally, we don't want our children to shy away from a challenge, especially if it's a challenge that can teach them something important about themselves or about a topic they're passionate about. We don't want them to shy away from challenging experiences out of fear that they may not measure up or for fear that we'll stop considering them as smart or athletic or whatever the label they're seeking may be. This is one of the reasons it's so important to acknowledge the process rather than to praise the outcome of their actions. Many studies show, including those out of the Harvard University Center on the Developing Child, that when children are rewarded for something they enjoy doing and that they would already do freely anyway, they may begin to do that activity only when they know they'll be compensated afterward. So it's recommendable to promote a child's natural curiosity and their interest to work toward a goal instead of giving them a reward, be it a physical reward or a verbal reward through the use of praise. 
It's very helpful to focus on our kids' effort rather than on the outcome of their effort, both for situations in which they got the results they wanted and situations where they didn't get what they wanted. When things don't turn out in the way our kids expected, from a Lego tower falling to a baseball game where they lost or a dance competition where they didn't even get third place, instead of focusing on disappointment and bitterness, a mindful approach to parenting could be to focus on the skills and qualities our kids were able to develop as a result of that process. We can show them the value of those new skills they developed or of what they learned about themselves by saying to them something like, did you see how brave you were to go out there and try this? Did you notice how you persisted and kept trying when you felt frustrated? You can also ask them something like, how do you feel now that you faced your fear? These kinds of questions bring children back to getting in touch with their perceptions of themselves, in touch with their recognizing and acknowledging their hard work. These questions lead our children toward a mentality of acknowledging and valuing the process, the effort of their actions, and to realize that external rewards are not everything in life. External rewards, be it in the form of a gold medal or a trophy, or in the form of a verbal good job, or you're so smart, or you're so good at this. Our approach as parents in focusing on their effort, their persistence, their courage to try something new, to give their best, to learn something about themselves through their activities, all of this, which is focused on the process it helps to shape an adult who is not afraid of outcomes in life. Children learn that their worth, their intelligence, their abilities don't depend on people's comments, people's admiration, or on a trophy, or an A grade. They learn from us what to give value to. Perhaps you're wondering, so what if praise is a form of evaluation of my kids' actions? It's a good evaluation. I'm telling them what I do like and that I'm noticing it. I already do enough of the telling them what they shouldn't be doing. I don't see the problem in telling them that I also notice what they're doing right. I get it if you feel this way because I used to feel that way too before learning about praise and what it really leads to when it's focused on the outcomes. Now, the research does not suggest that you shouldn't encourage your children or that you shouldn't acknowledge or notice their actions. Kids need to feel encouraged by their parents and they need to know that you appreciate and acknowledge when they try something new or when they give their best at something or when they show compassion kindness towards someone or when they show courage. What the research shows is that praise has a similar effect that a reward has. Verbal praise has similar effects to physical rewards like trophies, medals, and stickers. For example, kids who are praised for learning to write assume that writing isn't inherently worthwhile, so they become less likely to try it on their own, unless someone keeps asking them to do it and gives them a good job or you write so beautifully type of comment. Studies also show that kids who are praised for eating vegetables conclude that vegetables aren't good or tasty because otherwise why would they be getting praised for eating them? Kids don't get any praise for eating candy, so they're less likely to try to eat vegetables when no one asks them to or when no one's watching. 
I think it can be hard to hear this as parents because we think we're doing well in praising our kids for what we consider good behavior. After all, we've been told by so many people, sometimes including teachers, friends, family, and pediatricians, that what we consider to be good behavior will continue if we praise it. Actually, it will continue temporarily while we praise it because kids then become hooked on the praise, on the external verbal reward. Then if it stops getting noticed, many kids just stop the behavior too. You might think, well, I'll just keep praising the behavior then. But the point here is not to give praise, but to acknowledge to our children the effect of their actions. This gives them a sense of power in a healthy way, that they have an effect on the world, on other people's feelings, and on their own lives. So, for example, instead of saying, you're being such a good sharer, when our kid shares a toy with another kid, we can say to them, did you see how happy your cousin was when she got a chance to play with your toy? Her face just lit up. You're absolutely acknowledging how valuable sharing is, but you're not placing judgment on them as a person, a good sharer. You're acknowledging the effect of their kind action, that they had an impact on someone else, in this case, their cousin or a friend. Dr. Laura Markham, a clinical psychologist and author of several peaceful parenting books, she brings up a great point in saying that most parents know that negative judgments undermine children's sense of self, but that it turns out that positive judgments like, what a smart boy, also have a negative effect on a child's developing sense of self. She describes that the evaluation inherent in praise is what's problematic. Dr. Laura Markham explains that, quote, children who are often told they're smart begin to feel less confident. They know their smarts are limited. There is so much they don't know. When they have to work hard at something, they assume that means they aren't smart. They don't want to disprove our opinion. So they avoid situations in which they may not appear so smart, such as learning new things they might have to work at. So they often simply give up at a task they could master with a little effort, end quote. And you know, this has been proven in several studies, but one of them comes from Stanford University here in the United States, where they gave 9 and 10-year-olds puzzles that they had to make in order to match the pictures on a small laminated sheet. Kids in one group were praised for their intelligence when they were able to do the puzzles. They were told that they must be so smart for being able to do these puzzles. So these kids thought that it meant something about them, not something about their effort or their persistence or their creativity in problem solving. Another group of kids, given the exact same puzzles to match to the ones on the pictures, they were praised for the effort they put into it. Then the kids in both groups got a much harder set of problems, ones that they would struggle with. The researchers then observed what happened to the kids' confidence. They would ask the kids which problems they wanted to work on some more, the easier ones or the harder ones. Generally, they found that the kids who were praised for their intelligence, the ones who were told they were able to do the puzzles because they were so smart, those kids wanted to go back to the easier ones, the ones that got them the praise, the label of being smart. In the group of kids who was first told they were smart for doing the puzzles and then got the harder exercises, in general, these children thought that difficulty meant they weren't smart or that they weren't good at the task. 
Some kids in this group would respond to the question of why they thought they were having trouble with some of the exercises by saying, probably because I'm not good at these problems. The researchers saw that other children, the ones from the group that was acknowledged for their effort, those kids showed a different mindset. They saw the challenges as an opportunity to become smarter. They felt smart when they were working really hard on something, challenging and making progress. The kids praised for their effort, wanted the harder exercises that they could learn from. Instead of feeling judged for who they were, smart, intelligent, or feeling worried of losing that label, the group that felt acknowledged for persisting developed an inner dialogue of, here's an opportunity. I can learn from my mistakes. Whereas the group of kids praised with comments such as, you're so smart, developed a mindset of, I better not make a mistake. I need to look smart. People are judging me. So I invite you to think about what the research on praise has shown, that children really don't benefit from parents' evaluation of the results they get, again, for several reasons. First, they gradually become dependent on external validation to feel good about themselves and about what they did. As kids, they become dependent on mom and dad's evaluation, then as teenagers on their friend's evaluation, then from their boss or from their spouse's or partner's assessment of them as people and for what they do. Second, children gradually become more fearful of trying something they consider challenging for fear of failing and losing their parents' perception of them as smart or talented or athletic. They're less likely to take risks and more likely to become upset when they don't win or succeed at something for fear of how they'll now be perceived and because they've attached a lot of weight to their performance rather than to their effort or their persistence. Third, praise makes it less likely that kids will practice on their own the behaviors they're praised for because instead of seeing these behaviors as something they inherently want to do because they see their effect on others or on their own lives, they see the behaviors as a way to get mom and dad's praise. So they're more likely to do something when they're being watched instead of when they're on their own. Fourth, kids who are constantly praised for being a good boy or a good girl smart, a good helper, etc., they conclude that they're constantly being evaluated for their performance, for what they do in general, and they become less self-confident to share their own thoughts and ideas. This type of praise sends children the message that their worth, their value is being evaluated from outside. So they become self-conscious and worried about whether they're meeting other people's expectations. From a young age, we can teach our children what we value. That even though we can share in their happiness for winning a basketball game or a board game or for accomplishing something, what matters most to us is whether they tried their best, whether they learned something about themselves, whether they put in the effort in something, and how they feel in the process of working toward a small, or a big goal. If, for example, they paint something and come to us and say, Mommy, look what I painted. Instead of feeling we need to give them praise for their drawing, we can transmit to them that we notice them. We acknowledge what they did and say, I see your painting. It has all these different colors. Tell me about it. Here, we're basically transmitting, I see you. I share in your interest. I want to know more about you. Instead of placing judgment, be it good or bad judgment, on what they did. If they ask you, do you like it? 
you can calmly say, what matters most to me is if you like it because it's your painting. Tell me, how did you pick these colors? You let your child evaluate whether what they did is working. This gives them the gradual development of introspection and self-knowledge. You bring the conversation back to their process, not their outcome. You focus the conversation on your getting to know them through this activity they're sharing with you instead of giving your evaluation. Another reason to encourage effort is that in the end, in our lives, that's what generates results, be it at work, in school, in sports, in the arts, It's the effort, the focus, the tenacity, the passion with which we approach something, the growth that comes from trying something new when one approach doesn't work. That's what we want to show our children is most important. And we show it by commenting on it, by focusing on it. You can also help your children to value their improvement in something by commenting on how far they've come from where they were before. Instead of creating in them the mentality of competition and measuring up against other kids and saying, you're such a good reader, you're ahead of many kids your age, you can say, look how far you've come. Two months ago, you didn't know all these words. You've worked on learning these new words and now you're reading sentences. I see how much you've practiced. You know, the other day my son was getting very frustrated building something with these magnetic plastic tiles. I was getting lunch ready and he was busy building something and I kept hearing that his structure was falling and falling and he let out this frustrated remark, Ah, it keeps falling. Why does it keep falling? I just told him, you know, Maybe you can think to yourself, hmm, this hasn't worked. I wonder what could work that I haven't tried yet. And I just kind of gave him this like detective look so he could see it as detective work. Like a scientist keeps testing out a new hypothesis until they can prove their theory about something. It's trial and error. I wanted him to see that challenge as an experiment of what works and what doesn't to keep a structure up instead of seeing it as a reflection of himself as being good or bad at something. Then when he finally got it to stay up, I tried to be mindful not to say, good job, you made it stay up. Instead, when he said, look, mommy, I did it. I said, you persisted. You kept trying something different until you did it. How does it feel to experiment to see what works? He just said, good and kept playing. Now, of course, I don't get it right every time, but being mindful of the priorities we want to transmit to our children really helps in sending them a message that aligns with our values. Another example of ways in which you can praise the effort, acknowledge their hard work instead of evaluating them is, for example, when they're cleaning their room and helping out with other areas around the house. You can say to your daughter or your son something like, we worked so well as a team. It made the work way easier, right? Than if you'd done it all by yourself or if I had done it all by myself and now we can relax together. You can see you're not evaluating your child as a good helper or you cleaned that so fast. You're acknowledging their hard work. You're acknowledging cooperation and working as a team, all important qualities for their lives. I love the way Alfie Cohn, he's an author and lecturer in education, parenting, and human behavior. I love the way he describes praise. He says, quote, praise is not encouragement. Praise is judgment. Praise is saying, you have pleased me, and I'm going to give you a verbal doggy biscuit for doing that. 
end quote. So keep that in mind the next time you're about to praise the result, be it the A grade, the game your kid won, the painting they're showing you. Remember that one of our main jobs as parents is to gradually help them become independent from us, independent financially, physically, and emotionally. Remember that praising results, praising that evaluates them as people, creates emotional dependence on us for how they feel about themselves. We want to show them that we absolutely acknowledge and value them as people for who they are, not for what they accomplish. And that while we may share in their joy and excitement for winning a game or getting an A in school, we're more interested in how they felt as they learned something. We're more interested in what they learned about themselves or what they learned about working with a group of kids to reach a goal. We want to instill in them the value of effort, the value of persistence, the value of working creatively to problem solve, the value of cooperation. These are the skills that will take them far in life. This is the mentality that will build resilience in them because they won't see winning or losing at something as the end-all be-all or as a reflection of who they are, winners or losers. They'll see it as part of life part of trying, part of experimenting, part of growing. So try it on for size, as they say. Try approaching praise in a different way and see how your children gradually become more self-confident as they place more value on process than on outcome. You'll likely see them trying new things that perhaps they weren't trying before because they're learning that you place the most value on the courage to try something new, the persistence, the effort. And you'll likely see a gradual decrease in upset at losing because they'll learn that winning and losing doesn't define them, take away from their intelligence or their abilities or from how you view them. Try it this week and share with me the differences you notice. I love reading your comments and questions. Thanks for tuning in and I'll be here next week.